on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. And you are watching Ticker Today. I'm Aaron Young. Today we're discussing the arrest of Donald Trump, who's facing criminal charges that he kept sensitive U.S. government documents. What's the impact? What sort of impact will that case have on the Republican primaries? How are his opponents now trying to use the case for their own advantage? For more, we're joined by Cheddar correspondent Lisa Benetan. Lisa, we've seen many of the other uh, GOP candidates essentially coming out saying this is the Justice Department's gone too far. Ronda Santos is in that side as well. But then you have other Republicans like Mitt Romney who's been through the whole process and we know that they don't exactly have the greatest relationship saying, just hand back the documents. It's not hard. Yeah, that's right, Aaron. And you can see a lot of these Republicans uh, kind of walking this tight rope, tight line of you know, some saying that it's wrong, others scared to go too far and uh, disappoint what might be voters in their camp. Because remember, Trump has a very strong hold on this Republican Party. So they are being very careful in terms of what they say and don't say. But um, watching, uh, it's been interesting to see how Trump's perhaps biggest rival at this point, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who still trails behind him, at least in the polls, has been responding to Trump's indictment. Uh, He's kind of been more quiet, at least than some of the other Republican candidates that we've seen. But, you know, he did somewhat stand behind Trump and say that the DOJ is, uh, has become a, uh, or that people are using the DOJ as a federal weapon and this has um, become politicized. You got to love the fact that this is all happening in Ron DeSantis' own home state as well. Um, how does he try to utilize this? Because he's trying to come across as um, Trump light in many respects, all the good parts of Trump, but none of the bad parts of Trump, while still getting behind Trump, it seems, and saying this is a DOJ going too far. Yeah, I think that's a good point, Aaron, because um, that's a point that a lot of uh, Republican voters are going to resonate with where they think that the DOJ is just going after people based on politics. But at the same time, Ron DeSantis gets to say, you know, I'm not facing any type of indictment. I'm not in all these legal troubles um, that Trump over there is. And so I think that will definitely play to voters who are not interested in the um, legal troubles that Trump has to deal with and just want to move on to something new. Here's a question um, that I haven't been able to find anywhere else. And uh, sorry to put you on the spot if you can't answer, of course. Um, let's say, for example, we know that there's not going to be any trial before the election next year, right? Let's say that Donald Trump wins that election. What happens to this case? Well, this case could still proceed into 2024. Um, and in if all he's the president, if he becomes the president at the, in January of 2025, surely you're not going to see the Department of Justice rocking up at the White House with a set of handcuffs. True. And you know what? He'll probably just pardon himself at that point and this whole case will just go away. And what he'll actually do is turn the finger and point it on Biden um, and go after the Biden family uh, in terms of their criminal uh, involvement, at least what Trump alleges. Yeah, and so that's I think a really that good point, right? that would be the more likelihood scenario, right? Yeah, that's a really good point because it's now becoming tit for tat. You know, you remember during the um, the debate between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton where he said, you know, I'm going to jail you and was threatening to jail the Democratic candidate. And now we're finding that Trump is himself in trouble 
But the Bidens have a lot going on, as you mentioned, their own document concerns. Then there's Hunter Biden's laptop, which is the affair that just keeps going as a subplot. Would it be possible that if Trump wins, he will essentially be looking for payback? I mean, we know what he's like, right? Oh, 100%. I would expect nothing less from uh, former President Trump. And especially after all of this, he was already uh, kind of like that back uh, a couple years ago now. And I don't think he would tone that down at all, especially after um, the two indictments that he's faced. But uh, yeah, in all likelihood, I think that would be a, a very possible yeah. And if you look at Trump's situation, he's in a pretty good spot, right? So he's got, doesn't have to worry about this until after 2024. He seems to be leading in the polls and everything that is coming from these cases is just increasing him. A few months ago, not even Fox News were talking about him anymore. It's put him front and center once again. So essentially they've given him a great platform for his support base to energize them. Do the Democrats have anything similar that they can energize their support base or is it basically vote for us or you get Trump. I think what they're going to probably try and do is a little bit of what you said and kind of use a fear situation, because I think one thing that people say or um, Democrats have felt is that the energy at in, in the Democratic Party with an older President Biden just isn't there anymore, yeah. possibly wasn't even yeah. uh, four years ago. So that's yeah. definitely something that they're going to have to work around. Okay, we'll leave it there. Cheddar correspondent Lisa Benetan joining us here at Ticker from Washington. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much, Eric. And that is the program for now. For more, head to tickernews.co. I'll see you soon. <laughs>